Welcome to All Ears, Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Reiners, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by Gary Jones, General Manager of Customer Experience at VCPI. Gary and I have grown close over the past few years after hitting a multitude of the same conferences and is someone I actually look forward to seeing at those conferences. <laughs> Gary is a fellow girl dad, also from central New York, and will make you feel self-conscious if you're ever in the gym with him at one of those conferences. You got to see it to believe it, guys. Uh, but thanks for joining me today, Gary. Great to be here. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Gary, so let's jump into it. You know, you've been helping providers over the past five years you know, in a multitude of like technology solutions. Yeah. But what do you think this industry does well? Um, I think the industry is very eager. Um, I think that's one of the things that the industry does well. They're eager to embrace technology. They have a desire to um, really, you know, bring technology to life within their communities. Um, and I think that, you know, for more, like, more or less, I think that like they're, they look at consumer products as an opportunity to bring similar type things into their communities, their facilities, um, and you know deploy those types of things to whether it's their residents or staff to make um, lives easier and to support you know what's happening in the community. Um, I think that that's where the buck stops, kind of though. Um, in a lot of cases, is you know they have a strong desire, and especially as we see more and more providers coming into the space um, that have you know experience outside of the industry. They're starting to bring some of those experiences into the senior living space um, where, you know, they use, you know, great technology, it's implemented well, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think that they see a huge opportunity here. Um, and I think that's where, you know, they're very eager to take some of those principles and bring them into this space. Um, but I feel like the, the space definitely has a lot to learn to be able to actually you know, do some of those things, implement them appropriately, make them useful, um, make them really augment what's happening within, you know, the world of senior living. Yeah, I think it's a great point. Yeah, we're seeing more and more people coming in from outside the industry where technology yeah. is so seamless and like set up yep. there. And there's, I definitely have seen an eagerness as well. But in terms of like that implementation, it's, it's usually yeah. where the buck stops. And, you know, you kind of started going into this, but like on the, on the other side of things, rather yeah. than, you know, instead of what we do really well, what do you think this industry really needs to embrace or improve on here sooner than later? Yeah, I think, um, I think I, I see providers really talking about these, these things and using some of these buzzwords like integration and interoperability. And that's where other verticals are really successful in incorporating technology is their technology works together. It makes sense and it works together. And I think that it's not necessarily a fault of the providers necessarily. I think that there's things that providers can do on their end to really help support that. But it's also a fault in, some, in, in a lot of cases on the vendors too. And not having their solutions, you know, be interoperable, allow them to integrate with other things. So I think that, you know, we talk about providers, but it's really on both ends of the spectrum. Both have to be willing to come to the table and play. And I think that that's where you look at, you know, companies like Google, companies like Apple that just want to open up their systems to an extent, you know, Apple's a little bit more closed, but you look at Google, like they want to open up their solutions so people can integrate because it makes them more useful. It makes them, you know, 
um, desirable. And I think that that's really important that we want the thing that we need to have in our industry is we want products that are desirable because they work to make the lives of providers and residents easier. And I think that's where like we look at interoperability integration as opportunities to do that. And I think that's where we're not successful. We're just not. Um, and, and, and it's hard because like, you know, people really want to see these things work. They really do. And it's frustrating because, you know, we want to see them work too. But in a lot of cases, you know, the products work, but what I'm saying is like allowing them to be more efficient because we know that <laughs> if we can make these businesses more efficient, they don't have to rely as much on labor, which we know is a huge concern right now in our industry. So if we can build efficiencies and processes that are automated by having systems talk to each other, we can take out the need to have people do some of those, like those steps in that work. And we can have them focus on what's important, which is providing care. So I think that that's where like, it makes sense in when you think about it from the business perspective, which is why it's so important to have these systems, you know, talk to one another because we know, you know, staffing is a huge concern in our space. So how do we mitigate that from the technology side? And it's having systems and solutions communicate with one another. Um, so that's just kind of my, you know, 30,000. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so true. I mean, I've definitely been told by from, by other providers oh. where like, if you give me another dashboard to review, right. It's just, it's just a pain in the neck. And like, yeah, I think you make a good point. Cause it's not all on the providers. It's on us too, as yeah. the vendors. And, yep. you know, I think back when I was talking to my friend, Scott from <laughs> five star, who's his, his motto was you guys need to collaborate to automate. And yep. I think True. all of us are, are quick to kind of build in a silo, but we need to have these conversations. Cause if we're all dedicated to improving quality of life of not just the residents, but the staff, Yep. We need to be about it, right? We can't just yeah. talk the talk too exactly. um, and really and really do that. Um, and so, Gary, I know technology, innovation, yeah. right? All of these buzzwords, you know, and being an industry driven by people, relationships, you know, social connections, you know, how do you see technology playing a role in that? Yeah, that's a really good point um, and a really good question. I think that technology truthfully is should be there to augment all those things. It should never replace social connections, interactions, experiences. It should be there to augment them. So if there's an experience that happens, I think we leverage technology to make that more meaningful. We leverage technology to make that more comprehensive. We leverage technology to make that more um, efficient. It's not there to replace in a lot of cases, um, but it's there to really, you know, support all those things that are, I think, important in, you know, the social environment of a community and what providers are, are trying to really, you know, put out there for their staff members and for their residents. So I think when I look at technology in, in that case, it, the, the word that comes to mind is augmentation. Um, it really should augment all the things that are important in a community and that are successful. Like we don't want to replace like face-to-face -face interactions, but if we can use technology to, you know, make that interaction seem more special, seem more meaningful, um, capture those moments um, and share them with people, I think that that's where technology plays a critical role. Um, and it allows us to also savor and save those, those experiences and those memories. Yeah, I love it. And I think you bring up a great point in terms about augmentation. And I've always thought of technology like as a sidekick, right? It's not yeah. it's yeah. not replacing what's happening today. It's just making it easier and making it better and, and able to capture some of those. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, I, and I think we're, we're aligned on that. And I think a, a good example of that too, Matt, is just like going from paper charting to EHRs. Um, it was, I mean, you're still doing the work. It just makes it more efficient. Um, it makes it easier. It makes it less time consuming. We don't have paper 
laying around all over the place, which is, you know, could be a HIPAA violation if someone were to access a patient's record. It's, it makes it more secure, which is augmenting what's happening when people are actually providing care. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, if you were to look in your crystal ball here, Gary, yeah. of, uh, you know, where do you see technology playing the greatest role in the next five years for senior living providers? Yeah, I think going back to what I was saying about integration, interoperability, I think in the next five years, technology should should integrate better in our industry. And I, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, we're I think that there's there, there's things that we can do as vendors and also, you know, some work with the providers to be able to figure out what's important to them. So I think like, you know, having, you know, councils and things like that that are important to the industry that talk about, you know, what technology is important, what things should be communicating to one another. Um, let's let's look at processes that are happening with inside communities um, and let's really do like an assessment and evaluation of some of that stuff. To really understand, okay, what are some of the things that really like are critical to communicate with one another? And I think that that's where over the next five years we're gonna we should see a lot of success because there's always products popping up. There's always similar products popping up in you know in in in, in all parts of the industry. But it's about what those products can bring to the table that help make the lives of the providers and potentially the residents easier. And I think that you know integration and interoperability are are they're truly buzzwords, but they mean something. Um, right. They're there because they mean something. So I think that that's where I think we, we can see a huge improvement over the next five years. I love it. Yeah, I think it's, <laughs> and you know, it's a whole industry needing to step up and, and really driving that too. Yeah, for um, sure. And I know you've talked about like the eagerness and the interoperability and some of this other stuff, but you know, where are you finding providers swinging and missing when it comes to technology today? Yeah, I think that they don't really have a Sherpa. They don't really have a guide, um, whether that's internal or external. They don't have anyone really helping in a lot of cases, not every single provider, but I think this is, it's pretty, it's pretty accurate to say in most cases, they don't really have anyone, you know, stepping up to the plate um, or looking for someone internally to step up to the plate to really guide their technology strategy. I think that they see things that are shiny and fun. And then they say, okay, I want to latch onto this. I want to grab it because this seems interesting, but they're not really looking at the big picture. And we, I mean, we see it all the time. You know, we see clients um, and, and folks in the industry that have, you know, a multitude of systems that do all the same things, but because, you know, they're working in silos in some cases within provider organizations, they're duplicating their efforts and duplicating their spend. And I think that's an, that, that's an important thing to really take into consideration is like, Who's going to help guide technology strategy within these, these, these organizations, because that is really where they're going to be able to see success by just looking at things that seem interesting and picking them and saying, we're going to implement this. It doesn't really help the overall business. It doesn't really help, you know, what they're trying to do at the end of the day. And that's provide excellent care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it makes so much sense. And I think two things where I've seen kind of, you know, piggybacking off what you said, Gary, you know, they, they'll pick one person to kind of lead that innovation yeah. or that technology. And I've seen it in some situations and granted, it's not for everybody, but they'll just put that innovation title in someone's title that really has no rhyme or reason for it. But one of their core values is innovation. So they need yep. to have a point person. Yep. And I think too, it speaks to their like technology roadmap where I've definitely have seen people like that, where I talk to them. So like trying to understand what their technology vision is. Yeah. And they're just kind of plucking things. They're kind of letting us drive that for them where it should be like the other way around where if they're trying to, you know, improve resident engagement or stuff, like, of course they could talk to us about that, but it's not like us determining their tech roadmap for them. 
yeah, think it just sure. comes from like a level of comfortability and like familiarity yeah. with it. Um, so I see that. And, you know, so Gary, one of my favorite questions is, you know, if you could give other senior living providers or technology vendors, you know, three guiding principles as they are working here through 2022 into 2023, which is just yep. feels weird to say, uh, you know, what would you say? Um, I think, you know, I like to keep it simple. Um, budget, plan, and execute. Um, I think that, you know, if you do those three things, I think that that's where you're going to see success because obviously you got to make sure that you have funds to do what you want to do. Um, plan. So making sure that you have that person that's going to help guide those efforts and then work with the, the, the vendor partners to really execute on that plan and those strategies. Um, and I think that that's where, you know, you'll be able to see a lot of success in implementing technology, you know, for providers across the industry. I love it. Well, Gary, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Um, I'll tag of you in the post so people can get in contact with you. Okay. And I hope everyone awesome. will see you in a gym here sometime <laughs> soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Matt. If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, find out more at eversoundhq.com.